Today we have part three. Enjoy. I'm a lazy boy, there's no doubt about it. Might take a miracle to get me started. I'm a lazy boy, there's no doubt about it. Might take a miracle to get me started. To get me started. To get me started again. To get me started. To get me started, son. You better get up. You better get up while you Well, just to say, I looked up unity because, of course, again, we always think we know what these words mean. In the beginning, I actually kind of thought unity was like a spiritual principle, that it was something that we practice. Mm -hmm. And then in talking with my wife about some of this, she pointed out like, no, unity is a result of living by spiritual principles. So the definition I found that probably most fit the way we use this word, I think, most commonly in the fellowship was Singleness or consistency of purpose or action. So I guess if I thought of the split of AA and NA, mm -hmm. think of that type of thing. Okay. Was the fact that a separate fellowship split off because it had a different purpose, was that not unity? I mean, it would seem like if your goal mm. was to help as many people as you can, that there are ways that you could split off and form another fellowship that still are in harmony or purpose of action. So, for example, let's just say, let's use a, another controversial one we might have now, which is like medicated-assisted treatment and mm. people that are coming in right now. I don't think as Narcotics Anonymous that we need to form a hardline opinion like, nope, that's using, and fuck you, you can't come here. I mean, we can do that. You know, that seems to be a stance that some people will take. Or is another approach to that with the same type of outcome is like, look, that's not in accordance with what we do, but we can definitely help you get set up with some meetings, whatever you want to call that version of what you're doing. But we can do that in a in a unifying way versus just being like, nope, that ain't us. Fuck you. Find somewhere else to go. Use an anonymous. Yeah, whatever so you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And there are some forms of that that came about. I'm just trying to use a, a, right. a this idea in a way that would be relevant to the lives that we're heavily involved in now. But I used to tell the sarcastic comment that nobody would ever write that program because they're all using and wouldn't go through with actually <laughs> making it they up. They never get it finished. And I've had the other opinion at times. I've had the opinion like, nope, fucking people that come in here that are on medicated assisted treatment, they're fucking using, they don't belong here, they need to go somewhere else. And I don't give a fuck where they go, they just shouldn't be here. Mm. And now I would say that's not in accordance with my spirit. That's not in a line with the person that I think I am. Right. I don't think that NA is the place they should be. I, I still hold that same truth. That is still a truth that I right. think is important. But I can do that in a different way that is not shaming or causing harm to other people that are struggling with addiction. Yeah, so that's tricky. Harm reduction's great. Anything that's better today than it was yesterday, I'm all for it. You know, I make a lot of jokes. I get a lot of feedback on my memes about <laughs> Suboxone not being clean, that people are, are, you know, leave people alone and all that good stuff. And look, I, I'm all for the, like, I pick on fucking clean people as much as I do Suboxone people. Yeah. I don't give a shit. If you wanted to be clean one day and you're on Suboxone or Methadone or any kind of maintenance, like, NA is still the place for you, I think. Like, I'm not saying don't come if you're on it. 
I'm saying it might not be the right spot for you to find recovery if your goal is to stay on it forever, right? Because like, look, if I wanted to be a boxer, I'm not going to become a boxer by hanging out at the gym where they do yoga, right? I'm going to become a boxer by hanging out at the gym where they do boxing. Even if I'm not a boxer yet, if I want to learn, I got to be around those people. And so people that are on maintenance that eventually hope to one day not be on maintenance, I would say they still belong in our program, right? It's like the guy that's shooting heroin and can't stop, but he still comes to our meetings every day. Like that's the exact right place for him. He's hoping to not do that one day, which is in line with our program. And so, yeah, come be around us and and figure out how to do that. But I'm in agreement. People who look at harm reduction methods or maintenance as a lifelong solution would be better placed in a program of people like them that want to continue that route of recovery. I think that would be more beneficial for all. For me, unity doesn't necessarily mean uniformity. Like, that's, I think, what would make us look more like a cult. Like, if we all had these same beliefs and ideas and opinions about all of these issues and said, well, if you're a part of this fellowship, you need to believe this way, then that would you know, not give us the autonomy to be who we are. But we can do these things if we're applying the spiritual principles that we learn through the steps and the traditions. If we're applying things like love and humility and compassion and acceptance and surrender, like all these these ideas, if we can start applying those into our conversations and discussions, we can hopefully get rid of things like criticism, judgment, degrading people or belittling people because they don't agree with us or, you know, trying to shame them into some kind of change. You talked about the difference between AA and NA and that split. And I would say for the goal of helping people, we're still kind of united, I guess. Like we made a split to have a separate fellowship so that we could reach more people. Right. So in the goal of reaching more people to help, we're united. But as far as the fellowships go, we're not really united. Like the members no. of the fellowships fucking bicker and pick on each other sometimes, not yeah. everybody, but you know, what unity is more important? Like now I feel like there's like different fucking versions of unity. Like we have a unity of purpose to help people and yet we're not, we're, we don't have any unity between NA and AA. We kind of look down on each other. And if we formed a harm reduction 12 step community, we would have unity, a purpose of spreading the message to more of recovery, but we would look down on them. Well, my responsibility would be as an individual to try to promote unity within things that I am a part of. Like, I, and this isn't to sound mean or anything else, but I don't give a shit if they have unity in AA or not. I mean, I'm not there. And not only that, but I really don't have any input into whether they have unity there or not. Because... All I can do is sort of back to like first step, like I'm powerless over everybody but myself. Like I can only do my part to help maintain unity within whatever structure I'm in. And that was kind of where I was going with this conversation is so I learn about unity within the fellowship. Like it's it's easy to see like, okay, within NA, what's our primary goal? What to help drug addicts? We want drug addicts to get off of drugs, find this way of life get clean. We might argue about little things or have differences of opinions, but ultimately that's what we're trying to do. And if we keep that focus primary, front and center, you know, helping still suffering addicts, we can overcome these little dumb things about whether you fucking buy cakes with the seventh tradition money or, you know, whatever other weird arguments we get into over petty stuff. So I 
learn to practice this unity within this fellowship by identifying like what are the goals and values of that and then what is my responsibility to help maintain that i can't force you to be a person that lives these principles and wants unity i think i missed the point then you were talking about how aa and na broke off from aa but that was still i thought you were saying that was still kind of unity because even though we split off to seek to help more people, that was a version of unity, but I feel like it also was disunity. And so it's almost like unity doesn't look one way. No, but if it's done in a spirit of, I mean, at least my understanding was it wasn't like a bunch of people went to like Jimmy K and a bunch of the earlier founding members. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some historian will correct me on this, but from what I know of it, it's not like they came in and said, you fucking people aren't AA. You need to get out of here and go do something else. You know what I mean? You're not doing what we think you should be doing. You're talking about a bunch of other shit. We don't talk about drugs here. We don't do that here. People have that opinion, like this isn't the place you talk about those things. But my understanding was that was a, like, at least from when I've heard Jimmy K talk, like he got a lot of help and support from members of Alcoholics Anonymous to start this fellowship. And in fact, they gave permission to use their traditions and their steps and to modify them slightly. So I guess my point was going back to your earlier point of like, you know, how do we maintain, we might have a difference of opinion and how do we have a difference of opinion, but still practice unity? I guarantee at least half the AA fellowship was telling Jimmy K to get the fuck out, and he probably just never talked about that. I can almost guarantee it. And they were probably like, you know what? Sure, take the fucking steps and traditions. Just get the fuck out. Whatever it takes. That's the (laughs) optimist-pessimist view of things. Like I like to view it as, you know, the... Just like like I would like to think now. Like there are members in our recovery community now that if some people from whatever, on a Suboxone program or one of these methadone clinics came and said, hey, we would really like some support and help into getting some meetings started. We want to start doing our own thing. That there are members that would, in a loving, kind, and compassionate way, step up to help them and do what I feel like is the right thing there to practice these principles of, you know, love and compassion and humility, whether I agree with that or not. You know, I'm not a big proponent of maintenance programs. I just, I, I don't think that's a long-term solution. That's a judgment. That's my fucking uneducated opinion. I'm allowed to have it. That doesn't mean I need to shame, guilt, or ridicule someone else. I can still love those people and try to support them in their path and their process. And it takes know. all those people. It takes those kind people you're talking about that are willing to work with you know, the people on MAT programs to make the, and adapt our 12 steps to their life, right? It takes those people, but it also takes the large portion of people that are fucking hating that they're in our program ruining it in order to give them a reason to want to create their own to begin with. If they just came in and lived in harmony and didn't get any fucking pushback and, and hate and anger towards them, they'd have never left and formed their own program. So it actually takes the angry, hateful people to push these people to need their own program, then it takes the kind ones to work with them to help them create it. 